Hi all, thanks for listening to episode one of the Butthut podcast last week. We don't have regular host Luke with us for the next few weeks, so we've brought in first team coach and last week's guest, Glenn Southwell. Enjoy the pod. Episode two of the Butthut. Um, some decent feedback, we think, last week. So lots of listeners, so thank, thanks for that. Uh, I'm just going to read out some... I said... We're going to take over the world. Uh, we were in, listening live in the UK, the United States, New Zealand, Dubai, Australia, Kenya, Germany, Malaysia. Okay, so we are, we are taking over. We're going to be uh, in the podcast charts, I reckon. Mr. Worldwide. Absolutely. Did we enjoy it? Loved it. Yeah, definitely, mate. Definitely. It was a great pod. Awesome. So you can hear we got... Um, we got blended so well last week uh, on his introductory uh, trial that that he's back in this week. He's uh, he's hosting with us. Um, before we let him speak, we've obviously had some sad news. Lots of you will know within the club, um, we've lost two really good Barkers men. Um, one very recently, one in the last month or so. Um, so we lost Keith um, and Brian, two old boys that were Barkers guys through and through. Um, Glenn, I think you're going to say something about both of them. Yeah, um, to be honest with you, mate, they were they were two uh, Barker's legends, two old boys that have been up there for a long time. Um, I mean, the thing is with Keith, he was a miserable git. Um, he would always abuse the referee. Uh, when, whenever I'd speak to him, he would constantly question the player's commitment. Um, do they want to play for the club? Are they going to be here next season? Uh, constantly going asking those kind of questions. Um, but in the end, he just wanted the best for the club. Yeah, with the right intentions, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, he, he probably he probably went about it the wrong way sometimes, but he just wanted the best for the club. I mean, since he's, since he's passed away, I've spoken to a few of the old boys at the club, um, and I don't think they realise what a big impact he had on the club moving out towards out to Meriden. Mm. Um, he was instrumental in that, you know, him... Bob Coward and Roy Andy kind of driving that forward. And then running the club as secretary, club secretary, uh, club treasurer for, for over 40 years. Um, he basically committed to Barkerbutt's rugby club. And uh, he, was, he was a great guy, to be fair, um, deep down. And, and the same can be said of Brian. You know, when, when Brian passed away, you know, you're almost gobsmacked at the, the messages and the comments that you see on Facebook. Yeah. Saying, you know, our oh, bloody hell, Brian, he, he always come and ask us how we'd got on or talk to the kids, how, how'd you get on today? And and just wanted to to be part of everything at the club. You know, in the end of the day, we, we've lost two good club men there. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, two, Brian, two great Brian, guys. Brian was a guy that was obviously used to come to every, he was there at every home game and Keith, even to, you know, our last games. Um Every single game, wasn't he? Home and away. If we were on a coach trip, he'd be there. Um, so he's, you know, both guys that were supporting us and the players and the club right to right to the end. So um, I'd be missed. We thank them for that. Yeah, definitely. Two two good guys, but uh, you know, the, the club's a better place for having them up there. To be fair, and they they've done their bit. Cool. Cheers, Ben. Yeah, so uh, today 
uh, coming on from that, we're going to um, be talking about um, tours. Obviously, the uh, Mini and Juniors should have been on tour last week for Easter. So we've got our special guest this week, uh, Ricky and Emma Hunt. How are you doing, guys? Yeah, great evening, everyone. Yeah, uh, good to see you, mate. Yeah, all good. <laughs> uh, just starting off, mate, uh, just let us know sort of uh, how long you've been at the club. How did it all start with Barkers? That's a long time ago. Four years old, I was when I first went up there. Um, my brother started playing, so I went up with him as a year older and uh, been there ever since. I one year away in Manchester and came back, mate, and that was it. Love that, love that. Uh, so, Ricky, just one second, please. So were you playing for Manchester, were you, Ricky? Did you go there to play rugby? Or? I did, I did, mate. Yeah, I had a few games in the second team, that was all. Right, fair enough, mate. <laughs> Dan, uh, what are you doing at the moment at the club? What's um, Obviously, you're involved with quite a few teams up there at the moment. Yeah, so I'm doing the under-10s um, and the uh, girls under-18s. Uh, of course, this year, the under-10s were our big year, big tour, big tour year. Um, but yeah, both age groups keeping me busy. Uh, enjoying it. So, Ricky, <laughs> just one thing on that. Um, Obviously, you're saying under-10s is the biggest tour. Am I right you guys were the people that were organising the tour this year? Yeah, so if people don't know, um, the Mini Junior Committee, um, they put the onus on the under-10s to organise the, the tour uh, every year. And, of course, it was our, our turn. Um, we were going down to St. Ives, um, approximately about 500 people. Um, Ranging from under under sixes all the way up to under thirteens. Um, how, how would five hundred people to go to the other side of the country? How would you possibly begin beginning trying to organise <laughs> you know a, a tour like that? Yeah, well, to be fair, Emma, um, I'll pass it to Emma. It's, uh, I was I was uh, just a pretty face, mate, behind it all. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, mate. <laughs> Not saying really pretty sweetheart, but yeah. <laughs> It, well, basically, we had a bit of an easier job, to be fair, um, this year, because we were going back to the same place we went last year, so we kind of secured that before we left the site last year. But it's all the fundraising behind it and um, booking the caravans. We had over 100 people, 100 vans booked this year, 120 players, 40 coaches, all, all booked on to go on tour. Sounds awesome. In terms of fundraising, fundraising, then what sort of stuff do you do for that? Oh, we had a few this year. We did um, start off with we kicked off with the um, a tag tournament up at Barkers. So we got all the, the parents, the players, the coaches all involved. Um, it might have been the first. Was it the first team we won? It might have even been the first team lads we won this year. I can't remember. But um, yeah, that's, that was the first one. We did um, a race night, which was um, really well supported by the senior teams um, and, and the mini junior section. Sweet shops, kit yeah. shops, the lot you do. <laughs> it's, a, it's a year-long event, isn't it, organised? Yeah, yeah. 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 anybody that's been under 10 knows how hard it is. Uh, Glenn, did you, did you organise when, when it was Finlay's age group? Um, so I was part of the organising committee, uh, a little bit like Ricky, I was just, uh, just, 
the pretty face at the front of the campaign. Of course. Right. Um, and then I had the wife with the, was the brains of the operation behind it, to be fair, mate. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's savagely difficult to organise for so many people to go away and um, kit, getting kids kit, raising money. And, and, you know, I mean, it's, it's a tough thing and, and Ricky had absolutely nailed it this year. I think, you know, you, you guys, you were on top of it and then to have the rug pulled from underneath it was, was a shocker, really. Um, it wasn't just us, though. It was the whole under-10s age group, I have to say. There were loads of people, Monica McIntosh, everyone that can't, they've done loads as well. So it wasn't just us. It's not just yeah. all years. On that, Glenn, it does bring you together as an age group as well. All the, yeah. you know, not just the players, but the parents and the coaches. Everyone gets involved. They're walking every Sunday morning with a sweet shop and a second-hand kit store. So, yeah, although... The Emmys and Monica have done a lot behind the scenes. It is a whole age group effort. So when did you realise or when did you find out that obviously all those efforts were, were not going to go the way you wanted to at the moment and, and the tour was cancelled? Oh, mate, we were checking every day, to be honest. I mean, when this first started, uh, Geordie, the under-11s coach, I mean, his like, glass is always half empty and he phoned me straight away and went, mate, your tour ain't happening. I said, we've got weeks. I said, it'd be fine. And then, you know, we're getting closer and closer. Emma was on the phone, emailing the park every day. And then, of course, as soon as the government said lockdown, that was it. Well, even before that, I think the RFU cancelled the season. So, yeah. that, you know, that was a nail in the coffin, really. The whole yeah. thing. We'd have still gone down there for a few beers if we were allowed, though, wouldn't we, Rick? Oh, yeah, definitely, mate. <laughs> yeah, 100% would have been down there. Yeah, that beats bar with the rat that was calling. <laughs> yeah. So uh, after obviously organising the original tour, then with it being um, uh, with us being not allowed to go, uh, he's then quickly jumped on and managed to organise a virtual tour pretty quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. We uh, well, we're just thinking, you know, everyone's at home and everyone wants to be what we put hurt, don't they? They all want to be there, and, uh, and we thought, right, come on, let's get all the all the tour people together and. And luckily, next door, a bit of an IT expert, um, Ian Rowan from Wildex, he was uh, he sorted out all the technology for us and managed to get that big group party. Now, I mean, I saw a bit of it, and uh, you even got people dressing up, which is impressive. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, these mini junior tours, Saturday night is always the fancy dress, um, and uh, a lot of people uh, did it. and. We had the uh, international DJ, didn't we, turn up with uh, Jamie John, Joseph Bray. <laughs> was your fancy dress themed? Uh, it, yeah, it was this year, wasn't it? Uh, well, it was going to be, but then we just went in the end for the virtual tour. Just get out whatever fancy dress you've worn to any tour. You can put on whatever you like. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a few sites. <laughs> what was I mean, the plan, me... if, you, if you were down in St. Ives, what, what was going to happen? Um, well, we'd got Barkers, and then every letter of Barkers was a different theme. Now you're going to ask me, aren't you, what they all were? Under <laughs> thirteen, under thirteens were Russians. Russians yeah, yeah. Barbarians, Aztecs. Which, which, which would have been brilliant in this weather. In a load of Russian hats and fur coats, yeah, it'd been brilliant. Hey, you wouldn't have got a sunburn though, Glenn. 
Perhaps I wouldn't have, mate. I'd have been, I still have a red. I still have a red face, though, mate. <laughs> no, it's a shame because we had it all planned on the Friday night. The fans, we've got a band down there and stuff, and feeding the kids all weekend. I think everyone has been really looking forward to it. I just just add to that, Rick. The, the the great thing about tour, mini and junior tour, is that everybody goes down, and they're all in the same the same mindset about having a good time and a great party. I mean, when we organised it, the people would come to Kate and say, oh, we've had a great tour, we've had a great tour. And it's dead easy when people want to have the crack. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing about Barkers, it's the people up there. You know, people want to go up there, have a good time and enjoy themselves. And once they get away on tour, it's carnage. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it is a kid's tour. It is a kid's tour. It's all about the kids. And the parents do have a few beers while it's going on. Kids love it at the same time. Yeah. Well, because they can rinse you out. They can rinse you for minutes. Can have, can have another pound. Can have another pound and you just give them a pound and send them on their way. No, yeah. I mean, a mini junior tour, it's, we say about the parents having a good time and stuff, but it's all about those kids going down and bonding as, you know, a team, making friendships across age groups and stuff. And also parents and players and coaches. You know, we have a good crack when we did coaches and um, a game on a Saturday or a Sunday. I get Glenn setting me up for 40 metres out. What's for yeah, Something like that, mate, yeah. You still, you still got that in your Rick? No, mate, no, not anymore. <laughs> After that comeback. <laughs> now, obviously, so you've, obviously, about the game. You've, obviously had your, you've obviously had your virtual tour. Um, have you got any plans for... Obviously, anything happening once we, we can get back together and we can get back up to Barkers? Yeah, that's, that, that, I think that's the biggest thing. We all need to get back up to the club. OK, Barkers is in a good position at the moment. Mini and Junior's never been as big. Seniors are doing really well. But financially, it's going to be a big impact on the club. We need to get back up there. and As soon as we're allowed, we want to do a, a tour that's never toured party. That's not yeah. just Mini Juniors. Get the juniors up there as well. Um, but... Yeah, we want to make it like a weekend thing and really celebrate being back up uh, at Barkers. That could be a great idea, actually. Something that the whole club can do. So, although obviously it was a mini and junior tour, what can we do to perhaps, as a club, raise as much money as we possibly can over perhaps a weekend? Um, obviously, there's the tour that never toured. Um, just a, am I right in saying it's not just the mini and juniors that haven't been able to tour? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. The end of um, you know, 14s and the 15s and the 16s haven't toured. We're supposed to be on the girls' tour this weekend. The girls' tour as well. Do the yeah. tanners still go away? Uh, Tana, yeah, they're, yeah. Tanners were supposed to go to Benidorm. They were the, yeah, that got cancelled. So, exactly. uh, so, can you imagine the weekend of the tour that never, that never toured? A few <laughs> tours to make back in there. Yeah, yeah, I've spoken to George Doyle and he's got plans, mate. I bet he has. All fancy dressed as well. Yeah. I'm I'm sure he was chuffed to be the poster boy on the St. George's uh the St. George's oh, yeah. Instagram <laughs> post and the Facebook post this week. Good old uh, just talking about tours, um Rick, what are some of your let's get let's get your best memory of a tour then. One that you can say that everyone can hear. Yeah, that's that, that's the hard thing really, mate. Um Start off with the Percy Park tours from, you know, uh, the juniors of Barkers being put up in a strange house with, with you know, people you don't know. But and then I think the best tour has got to be the Amsterdam tour with the Colts. 
<laughs> when was that, Rick? Uh, oh, my God, talking 20 years ago. Got to be. And the rest. And the rest. And the rest. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a good hard tour that was, you know, uh, you know really enjoyed it. Uh, got some great memories of that tour. Not many I can say on here. Um, uh, the boat crossing was through 12 hours on the ferry. I know Clayton, Redhead and Amy enjoyed that, that, that crossing. Uh, we, uh, the, uh, the games, Holmesy, one of the quickest players on pitch at the time. He was the only one he never scored for the whole four or five days. We were there. Uh, number ones, right? we, as everyone knows, you have to wear number ones after every game. So, Holmesy, being, you know, the state he gets in, in his, in his number ones. Ask the question next morning, have we got to wear number ones again? Everyone's like, yeah, of course you have. So, bed covers just come off and there he is, so his number ones went on ready. Just like that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Glenda, same question, mate. Um, favorite Barker's tour. Favorite Barker's tour. Well, favorite mini junior tour was probably 2017 when we organised it. Um, the wife did such a great job organising this tour. Ah, <laughs> oh, here we go. Everything went smoothly, and we had a great time. Um, but the favorite Barker's tour was probably either one of the Baker tours to Torremolinos. Um, yeah, the you've got your same as well. Got the uh, shirt on. Yeah, basically, Aaron Baker, who's club captain at the time, organised two great tours to Tormelinos. Um, between 20 to 25 lads, all inclusive for three days. Um, what could go wrong? Um, good time, nobody got hurt apart from plumbing on one of the tours. But yeah, good times they were. Good times. I say that second one was when I was 18. That was my first senior tour. And, um, and I remember it was when they joined the Euro final with Italy and Spain. And uh, we had a penalty shootout at half-time in the hotel. And they asked if we didn't watch the second half in the hotel, so we had to watch it on the square. But genuinely, a great. we're all dressed up as 80s footballers. Great tour, that was. Great tour. George, George, what are you saying? Shocker! I've n- I haven't been on a tour. No. I didn't go. I didn't go on a million junior tour. Um, and I, I don't think I was about when Priest is talking no. about Toro Molino, sir. No. <sighs> I've ruined that, really. I, I next year, on. mate. Next year. I'll tell you where year. I will be. I'll be at the tour that never toured at the Butts over the weekend. Oh, mate, that'll be the best one. That'll be the best one. So ask me again <laughs> after that. <laughs> That'll be everyone's favourite one. Right, Rick, I've got some quick fire questions for you, mate. Oh, lovely. Got six for yourself and one for Emma. <laughs> right, and these are quick fire, yeah? Yeah. So, uh, not, not like thing? last week. Not like last <laughs> week. The last guy took far too long. Mate, I'm always quick. <laughs> favourite thing about Barkers? George. He's got another vote. He's got another vote. Best rugby memory. Barker's mini tournament. Which one? Give us a date. Come on, Skin. Were you playing or coaching? Under eight against Wildside Risker. Huge, huge game. Uh, nickname? Click. Click? Yeah. Can we go into that or not? No. 
<laughs> Favourite beer? Thatcher's. That is a big one. It was a better player, you or your brother in your prime? Knew it. Knew it. Uh, Talbot. Ah. <laughs> and uh, obviously, you've played with a few of the good lads who have come out of Barkers. So, what's the best player you played out of Barkers? Played with? Yeah, I thought you might ask this. Um, Quick fire. Yeah, I know. There's been a few. Andy Goo, Jim Hamilton, Leon Lloyd, but I'd probably say the gaffer, Glenn Southwell. You know it, mate. Ah, oh, it's huge. Oh, it's he wants to come back. He wants to come back. Yeah, so that right. <laughs> right, Emma, last one goes to you. Uh, does Rick actually work on Saturdays or is he just scared of second team rugby? Never works on Saturday. Oh, Never. Right. <laughs> He's had a year now. A year telling me he wants to play every week. Is he a regular next year, Priesty? Oh, he is now. It's been grassed up. I'll make a comeback and the season gets cancelled. I can't have that. <laughs> After that answer, he might be in the first team, mate. We'll <laughs> <laughs> go from there. Do you have a question for Emma, Priesty? Yeah, on. The, the Saturday question. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Cool. Great well, stuff. Um, that's it then. The tour that never toured. We know some info about that. Um, the hunch, you'll have to, you'll have to get the, the tour at Barker sorted and let us know the dates and uh, we'll push it out and make sure that there's hundreds of people there. Maybe the listeners from all around the world, um, they might even fly back over for us. But thanks yeah. for coming on. As soon as we get indication, we'll get onto it. We'll get all the age groups involved. And of course, do kangaroo court up there as well, I think. Sounds perfect. Oh, you had a good time at the butter. Yeah. Loved Priestley it. Glenn. Priestley Glen tomorrow night, 7pm. Uh, Barker's quiz. Ricky, Players you join us for that? Yeah, yeah, I'll join in. Yeah, 7pm. I know the lads are looking forward to it. Um, Luke and I have absolutely grafted on this PowerPoint presentations and everything. So anybody that's listening, you need five beers. You need to wear your number ones. You need to be on time and you need to wear your winner's hat. Oof. Sounds Love good. that. Sounds good. Right. right. Uh, that's it. Done and dusted. Look forward to, to session three, round three uh, next week. Have a good week. See you all. See you again next week. Over the books. Thanks for listening to the Butthook podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and feel free to click subscribe to keep up to date with the new episodes when they're released. Up the butts.